If you're in the market for a new home, then you know that finding the house that feels right can be an arduous task. You set aside time to comb through listings that are at best interesting. You spend your weekends attending open houses and trying to pretend that you can't smell the cat pee in the carpet. This goes on for weeks, then even months. If your search lasts almost a full year, 364 days, and then concludes on the second to last day of May, you might know what I'm writing about. You take a drive first thing in the morning on May 31st. It doesn't matter what town or city, you will eventually come across a certain house. In the daytime, it was one of those houses that straddled the fine line between retro and modern. At your first glance, it would seem mundane. Then you would mysteriously follow with a second look to now suddenly feel that it was charming. Finally, you would ask the question, is it for sale? There was never a sign in the yard, nothing posted online, or if you were up in years, nothing in the paper. You would struggle for a week thinking about the crown molding, the wraparound porch, and the three small windows for the attic space. You would fantasize the attic was furnished with a large sectional couch up front of television, playing all of your favorite shows and even some of the episodes that had never been aired. Popcorn kernels were popped, buttered and salted in a bowl on a large coffee table meant for a large family. These thoughts would become so vivid that you would be able to swear that you have visited this house before. Perhaps on an open house walkthrough, you would say to yourself. While trying to ascertain the source of these clear thoughts that could possibly be memories, your telephone, cell or home, would ring. A woman with a soft voice would begin to speak. She would say that she was the realtor for the house at the corner of Culling Lane and Rest Road. If you were the more investigative type, like I was, you made a Google Earth search for that very corner. The satellite image would show an empty plot. You would assume that Google Earth was just out of date and still make the drive. I was never a superstitious person, nor would I be fooled by such things. On the way there, a sense of excitement would overtake you. Excitement like when you were on the road to Disneyland as a kid. The feeling of, I can't believe we're finally going. Eventually you would arrive. You will not need to look for parking. The driveway will be empty. In fact, pulling the car into the drive will feel as natural as driving itself. It will be an instinct, not a conscious motion. You will take a moment of happy reflection studying the house that you know is the one. That will pass, and you won't be able to wait any longer. You'll take two steps at a time, quickly surmounting the six porch stairs. You'll ring the doorbell, not because you think anyone is home to answer, but because you know what it will sound like, and you want to hear it again. The door will not be locked. As you open it, there will be no sound, no squeak to interrupt your joy. Inside, this house is beautiful. Bent seating along the wall of the dining room with extra storage under each filled with toys. My cousins and I would spend hours removing each one to play as our parents and grandparents played cards at the rectangular wood table Granddad had made. The kitchen was an open floor plan, allowing five women to talk and work while they made a meal that would make Gordon Ramsay curse with delight. The living room had an ever-aflame fireplace with a chess table nearby. My brother and I would play there often. The second floor was the bedrooms, 
enough for everyone to sleep soundly, even with Granddad snoring filling the hallways. The attic had been renovated years ago. It was turned into a media room for the grandchildren to relax away from the adults. We knew it was really how they got to relax away from us, but we were all content with the unspoken truce of it all. We would enjoy so many fun nights in this room. We would watch TV. We would play games. Monopoly was the stuff wars were made of for us. When the long weekends were over, we would fight tooth and nail for just one more hour. Eventually it would end though. We'd all go home, as I know I now must also. I'll be heading out after the next episode, which the cable provider says has never been aired before and was actually lost for years. As soon as I leave, I'll be calling the realtor back. I want to live the rest of my life in this house. It just feels like home. And that's it. That's where this one stops. How many more of them are there? Forensics will be able to give us an exact number later. But my guess is, there are as many letters here on the floor and coffee table as there are skeletons sitting on that sectional. I didn't see any cars in the driveway, did you? No, sir. That's actually what stumbled me onto this little mystery. The towing company said they've been getting calls for this address for years. It's always one car, and that car remains in their lot until it goes to auction. They have a record of who's making the calls for the tow? No, sir, but we'll be getting a court order for the number. What they did say was it was a soft-spoken woman each time. This is weird. I'm going to make you point on this one, Marks. I'm getting out of here. We have an attic full of bodies that have been here long enough to turn to bones, and then we got each sitting on or around an old, disgusting fabric section, all of them watching a broken, powerless tube TV set. Then we have this creepy note. What's worse, there seem to be 29 more similar ones. I'm gone. Come on, Captain Gilbert. There's nothing weird going on here. This is going to turn out to be some old serial killer cold case or something. The guy who killed them all is probably one of the bodies in the attic room up there. Probably sat down and had dinner with his family, you know, something crazy like that. Leave me out of it, Marks. This is your case. Figure it out, and leave me out of it. Man, who knew the captain was so superstitious? It's just a normal retro house on a street corner, for God's sake. Not like we haven't seen worse stuff. I mean, man, I just came from a double homicide this morning. Although, it does have a charming look about it. I, I wonder if it's still for sale.